What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 55 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison, and I have two New York State champs in both the Division One and Division Two MOWs. 2022 D1 189-pound champ in MOW, Cole Mulhauser, and 2022 Division Two 160-pound New York State champ in MOW, Carter Bear. Uh, how are things going today, guys? Pretty good. You know, going back to Central Square today, first day of school last last week. We didn't, you guys didn't have school. You know, did you guys get a warm welcome from your peers and teachers? Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I got announced on the announcements during advisement, and a few of my teachers said congratulations. So it was pretty cool. What about yeah, you, there? Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, the announcement stuff, and then teachers are saying congrats. That's cool. So uh, we'll get into a few questions now. Uh, Cole, this was your fourth trip to the state tournament, placing third in 2020. Of mm-hmm. course, you won the New York State title last year at Journeyman States. But, you know, what was different this time walking into the arena as a senior and favorite compared to 2020? Um, it was definitely just felt more relaxed going into it, seeing how I've been there before. Then compared to the last year's state tournament, felt like <clears throat> there's way more people there. So it felt like an actual state tournament. So the wind was definitely a little bit cooler than last year's. I uh, I saw Bebo's comment on your Instagram picture. So last year you won it with a with a mullet. This year uh-huh. the, the powers transferred over with a mustache. Is that true? It it definitely did. But uh, I did shave the mustache after, like right the night right after <clears throat> states. I shaved the mustache just for season. Oh man, maybe you got to do something <laughs> uh, next year at college. I, I definitely plan on it. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but it'll be something. <laughs> Good to hear. Uh, so, Carter, um, today on my Facebook memories, uh, it reminded me on this day in 2017, <clears throat> you defeated Dubuque of Peru to make or to guarantee a spot on the New York State podium as a seventh grader. Uh, fast forward to your senior year, winning your third New York State title, capping it off with an MOW. You know, just explain your ride as a governor wrestler throughout these last six years. Oh, it's been – well, it's gone by really fast, especially uh, with, like, the missing a year and everything. But I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's cool because I can look back and, like, see how I've grown, like, each year. And I've gotten more mature and confident every year. So it's really cool to see. Uh, so, Cole, you know, you mentioned in your post-match interview right after you won, you won Central Square's first New York State title since 1985. Um, and it's also, I believe, Section 3's – First Division One New York State state title since 2013, I believe it was Shane Brady that won, and then uh, mm-hmm. I believe there's only been three Division One uh, state titles won for uh, Section Three since the the split in 2004. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you won the Cultivator Charlie Tibbetts Bring Home titles. What does that mean for Central <laughs> Square and for the large schools of Section Three? It's just awesome knowing that <clears throat> D ones finally finally getting some champs in Central Square. First champ in 37 years. It's just pretty cool knowing that. Well, Bebo, uh, looking at that bracket back in 2017, there's the guys that, you know, since they went on and finished their careers, I guess since Carter Schubert moved away, um, I'll still count him as well. But uh, looking at that, there's 13 New York State titles between everybody in that bracket, if I'm adding it up right. You, you had Noto, you had uh, Titus, John Worthing, Merrick Bush, Carter Schubert and yourself. That's it's kind of crazy to think about, isn't it? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's I mean, definitely the hardest bracket I've ever 
Brendan, like in a, in a high school season. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, then obviously you wrestled, you know, Soriano, I think it was your next year. And, of course, he won a state title as well as this year. So just kind of cool to see, you know, f- follow you and then the guys that you wrestled with, even in your eighth grade year, you, you know, you, they're having success as well. Um, you know, but this year you and your practice partner, Van Davian Way, went back to back winning titles at every tournament and even MOW. I mean, he won MOW at the Tioga tournament, but you won MOW every other tournament during the season. So with him losing a semifinal match, battling back to fourth place um, and your fellow senior Trey and Tupper turning it into another gear this past month to play seventh at the state tournament. How was your ending your high school career with a few of your teammates and practice partners joining you on that New York state podium? And as well as the wall, you know, the wall of state place finishers in the practice room. Uh, it makes it so much better because I, I really am proud of those guys. Like you wrestle with a certain group of kids for, years and years like all the way back to peewees and to watch them have some success and especially trading and on a high note and v, v is going to be back but he wrestled really well too so it's it's really it's a lot more fun doing it with other people and um sharing a little bit of the success yeah i mean i two years ago right you you want to say title and his his brother tyler did uh obviously made it to uh made it on the state podium as long as jojo and jake shippy so it was just kind of nice to see him you know, do the same thing his brother did. You know, he really turned it into another gear. And then, of course, you had Van Davian, which, you know, making it on the state podium as a 10th grader is pretty darn good. I mean, obviously, it's not what he wanted. But, you know, there's things to learn from wins and there's things to learn from losses. And I think they both are going to take a lot of out of this weekend, not only just for the next two years for Van Davian, but for Trayton and for life, right? I mean, you have that confidence that you – you instilled in yourself, I guess, in that last month, or he did, and you know he went out and competed at the state tournament in place. So that was pretty big. But Cole, looking at your weight class, and especially as a returning state champ in MOW, you know we we all kind of on our preview show, um, you know Cole Mohauser next topic. You know we we're all wondering who was going to come out of that bottom half of the bracket. I talked to your dad at the Greenhouse. I don't know, a week before the state tournament. And mm-hmm. we were talking about the Section 8 guys. We didn't really have our eyes set on the Travato, the 18th seed. You know, yeah. <laughs> while you were making your dominating run to the finals, did you ever look ahead and notice that 18th seed Travato making his run? I saw him. He was he was dangerous in all of his matches. Like, I was definitely thinking that he was going to definitely get another upset in the semi. So I was thinking I was going to have him in the finals. Yeah, I, I – <laughs> vaguely watched his quarterfinal match I believe it was and uh I looked over and I was like man this guy's this guy's a real deal and yeah definitely definitely a scary wrestler yeah I think it was the match he wrestled Bonds too but yeah and I knew of course you uh you get you got a little scare in the finals but I, I knew you're gonna get the job done yeah that that definitely wasn't too fun <laughs> Uh, so, Carter, we talked about what it means to wear that Section 10 single in the finals before. And talking about your teammates as well, you know, along with the 50 to 100 Wildcat wrestling fans, friends, and family, um, the alumni as well, there to cheer you on, even up to the, your MOW announcement, right? Everybody was out of the arena besides maybe 100 fans total, and probably half of them were the governor crew. How special was that to have them not only there for you, but for the whole team as well? Oh, it's really special. It means a lot because – Obviously, we don't. We, I don't come from a very big place or town, but um, it's a strong community, and you know whether it, whether it be like in in person like that or like through social media like Facebook, it's it's a ton of support. Um, 
throughout the whole entire community. And for you, Cole, I mean, looking at Central Square's roster, um, I mean, there are a handful of seniors, but there, I don't know if these guys all wrestle through, throughout the whole year, but there's also a lot of underclassmen as well. Um, you know, what is winning a state title? I mean, you did it with, you know, Rocky Files was there too. He's a 10th grader. He'll be back, I'm sure. Um, you know, what, what does that mean for some of your, your teammates that just watched you win a state title? I think it just helps to motivate my teammates and have them know like that it can be done. Like that if they just put in the work in the off season and start wrestling all year round and do what they have to do, they can, they can do it too. So I think that will lead to hopefully a lot of the underclassmen just trying to succeed in off season and then bring that onto regular season. Agreed. Um, so, you know, so Carter talking about the future of the program, you know, we had 11 wrestlers from grades six through 10th there watching you compete in the finals. Uh, you know, we have a handful of the uh, middle school wrestlers that we had. And then of course, I think, like I said, six through 10th, I mean, 11 guys, it's, that's, there was a lot of guys there, um, you know, and girls wrestlers that are there to watch, you know, you were there in 2013 when Dylan Stoll and Hunter Ryan won a state title. You were also there in 2016, um, your sixth grade year when Joey Bush stepped on the state podium, you know, he, he lost in the semis. So, you know, you've been there for the highs and the lows. How important is it for them to be there on day two watching, you know, the highs and lows of day two, and then, you know, the environment, you know, from the parade of champions, the parade of place finishers, you know, the, the environment that like, and even the motions that the finals bring to, to the wrestlers. Uh, it's really important because it's like a really good experience for them, mainly just because they're going to be a part of that one day. And uh, they're just becoming more familiar with it. But it's crazy to think that when I was, like, younger like that, and you mentioned the 2013 state tournament, we had double champs. And during the time, you know, you had guys in college, like Kyle Dake winning NCAA titles. But, like, I was looking up to those guys winning a New York State, a D2 New York State title. Because, you know, they're from your town, and you see them in the practice room and stuff. So it means a lot. And it means a lot that – uh Younger kids are there watching that. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for other schools. I mean, I know there was several schools there with with a, a good contingent and even, you know, wrestlers through youth to the varsity level. But, you know, seeing, you know, a fellow wrestler, somebody that goes to the same practice room that you do and, you know, even the same club that you do, you know, go through the motions of the state tournament, you know, winning the state tournament, even obviously you guys did it kind of with ease, right? And, of course, there's a lot – behind the scenes that go along with that as well. I mean, you, you don't just wrestle at Central Square or Governor. You wrestle at the Grain House. You wrestle all over the country. But I think it's really important for those kids to see that, to take the next step, um, you know, and I'd be like, I want to be like Cole Mulhauser. I want to be like Carter Bear. Um, so I, I definitely think that's going to pave off, especially, you know, both of you guys are MOWs. I think the last MOW in Section 3 was Nick Ty. I think 2012 or 13, not positive. And then section 10, we've never had an MOW. So that's pretty darn good as well. Yeah. Um, you know, since 2020 as well, there, it's been a long, long time since 2020 state tournament. You, Cole, you wrestled 145 and now you're at mm -hmm. 189. Then Bebo, yeah. you wrestled 138. Now you're 160. Um, you know, we already talked about a little about the, the hard work and dedication in the wrestling room, but what did you have to do to be successful and like continue to be successful um, throughout those 727 days? Um, you know, obviously you, you both got bigger. 
uh, yeah, definitely put on a little bit of size between the both of us. But uh, just going every day, working as hard as you can with that end goal in mind that you you don't want to have that feeling. Well, for me, at least, not Bebo. You don't want to have that feeling of losing again. So it kind of dri- drove me to keep working hard and have the end goal of state champion. So that was definitely what drove me. I think the stronger you get, the stronger uh, it's going to get away from somebody who's going to have to try to get away from that cross wrist tilt. Both of you guys hit. So, I mean, cl- <laughs> yeah. it's, it's clearly paid off. Um, but, you know, this question is for both of you guys. I'll let Cole answer first. Uh, you know, both of you guys have been friends and training partners since you were 12 years old from keep competing at the Super 32 tournament back in the fall of 2017 to being mm-hmm. NHSCA middle school All-Americans in 2018. You know, where did that friendship start? Um. I think Bebo crushed me in a match. Like he majored me and I thought I was going to go through the tournament easily in like a peewee tournament. And he was hitting that same cross wrist tilt and I didn't even know what it was. And after that, it was just like, we started training together and we just both grew like as wrestlers, just exponentially. What about you, Bebo? Is that true? Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Camden peewee tournament. And, and, you know, Joe was kind of the same way then that he is now. He's just thinking. (laughs) He's like, yeah, we got to practice together. So we did. We started meeting at American Top Team. Oh, um, yeah. In Watertown. And then shortly after, Greenhouse became a thing. And we went through several coaches, but we we just stayed together and kept training. Yeah. So I was looking at Facebook this morning. Um, You know, I, I guess I was stalking your dad's page, Cole. And there's a picture of you. I believe you won the – you might have took third. I don't know. You were uh, on the Nyway podium and looking at that bracket – actually, not even the bracket, looking at the picture, Donovan Smith's on there. He's a New York State finalist. Nick Rogers, mm-hmm. New York State finalist. Ethan Gallo, New York State champ. Cole Mulhauser, New York State champ. Then there's two other guys. I don't know who they were, but I just thought – I mean, that was years ago, and I just kind of thought it was funny that – watching them grow up and wrestle. I mean, you guys, four of the guys that were on that bracket back in Niway are state, state finalists or, or state champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the past 727 days from the end of the 2020 state tournament to the start of the, this year's tournament, you both have put on a significant amount of time, not only training together, but traveling across the country to compete. Over the last five to six years, you two have been to, I think, Pennsylvania, Virginia, New Jersey, Wisconsin, Indiana, North Carolina, and probably more. You know, what's the, been the most memorable moment or thing that you guys have had the opportunity and travel to compete? Wow. Uh, I, I, I thought uh, both of us getting MOWs was definitely the highlight for me. <clears throat> just after our high school careers, we both just ended off perfectly, both getting the MOWs. So that was, yeah, that was definitely it. What about you, Bill? Yeah, 100% that. That's almost too good to be true. It really is. I mean, that's the story cap of it. Like, you guys put in, like I said, all that work. I mean, you guys travel. Of course, you guys have dedicated parents as well. And you guys travel all those different states. I mean, last year we couldn't compete um, in New York at all. So you had to find the right things and, and travel. So that's what you guys did, you know, Saturday night when your name was announced first, Carter Bear, and then – Cole Mulhauser and I was second. I was like, this is icing on the cake. And, uh, yeah. of course, it helps you know, Kenny Courts as well because where you guys train at the greenhouse, which, you know, I'll get into next. 
So you've both been meeting up at the Grain House in Watertown, as you guys mentioned. Um, you know, that's been your last kind of destination spot after you guys started at American Top Team. So you've been there for like five to six years now. You know, what's the addition of Kenny Quartz, who is an Ohio State All-American? Um, you know, he's been on teams with Logan Stever, Kyle Snyder, uh, Miles Martin, all those guys. You know, what's the addition of Kenny Quartz to the North Country done for you guys? Uh, it's just completely helped me as a wrestler with like technique and like mindset going into matches, just knowing that I've been prepared properly and knowing like the technique to get me to win the matches. <clears throat> what about you, Bear? Yeah, Kenny's helped, he's helped me jump a level for sure. And uh, we did a lot of private lessons, so like obviously technique, but again, the mindset, uh, I don't know, he, he had that insight and he's kind of able to help me with the mindset a lot too. Yeah. I mean, I had him on for an episode. We, a lot of people know him from his time at Ohio state, but uh, you know, before he was at Ohio state, he wrestled for central dolphin in Pennsylvania <clears throat> and you know, he won state titles there and he was on really darn good teams as well. And his dad was of course, of course, a legendary coach, but you know, he's kind of been through that and lived it. So it's easy for him to, to tell his guys what they have to do and what they don't have to do to, to be a state champ or to be successful to, to the degree that he was. So it's definitely great to have somebody like him rubbing off on the guys that are up in the North country. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but in the last few weeks, you could go to the grain house and you can see up to 20 plus state qualifiers, including guys like Nick Rogers, who I mentioned state finalists, Van Davian way, fourth place, Alex Booth, third place. Um, and even the, the addition of the Homer guys, Sam Sorensen and Talon Hubbard, both state champs. You know, with that continued success of the Greenhouse wrestlers, what does that do for other North Country wrestlers? Um, definitely just uh, if they want to be successful, that shows that Greenhouse is the place to be. It knows that if you want to get better, go there in the off season and you'll probably see some results. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like, this might be a little biased, but it, it's pretty clear especially right now that if there was any question whether to go to the greenhouse or not, your kid wrestling in Watertown area, then you probably should go because it, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, exactly. Two, MOWs, in the pudding. two MOWs in the state tournament and two greenhouse wrestlers got both of them. So. And that's kind of what I'm thinking as well, right? I mean, you have to take that extra step to be a dedicated wrestler. Well, I mean, even if you're a parent, like you got to take that extra step to drive your kid to, you know, to be in day two of the state tournament, to be on that New York State podium, Cole, I think you're about 45 minutes to 50 minutes away from the Grain House. You go up there mm -hmm. several times a week. I know yeah. Carter Bear, you know, Governor, we're, we're 45 to 50 minutes away. I know those Sorensen, uh, him and Hubbard, they came up. I'm not sure how many times they've been up there, but, you know, that's an hour and a half drive for Homer. Um, but there's guys like even P.J. Duke, he drives an hour and 15 to drive to KD's gym. Um, and even Tyler Ferreira, I mean, the, he drives quite a bit once a week to get to KD's gym as well. But I mean, to be successful, obviously drive, whether you're driving from Utica, Syracuse, I mean, even down near Cortland or up in the North country, you know, that drive is, is kind of nothing compared to the, the results you're going to see, obviously two MOWs out of the New York state tournament, you know, the proof is in the pudding, like you said. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this question is kind of a fun one. Who is the real MOW? Um, was that awarded at the Phoenix tournament? Back in uh, January, <laughs> that yeah, that was the one 
one tournament where I didn't get MOW. Bebo beat me by one point, I think. So you've been to uh, or you've won MOW every tournament you've been to this year as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, but I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've you and Bebo both ran through that tournament. Actually, looking at the stats, Cole, out of the last, I think you wrestled thirty-seven matches this year. Um, including the one forfeit, but 37 of the matches you wrestled, four of them went out of the first period. You've had a hundred percent bonus rate. And then mm-hmm. uh, Bebo, you've had 34 matches wrestled. Three of them went out of the first period and you've also had a hundred percent bonus rate. So of course the uh, Phoenix tournament, you, you know, you both were front runners for the, for the MOWs. And it, it was kind of nice to see both of you guys get it at the state tournament as well. Um, mm-hmm. But Cole, you're committed to Princeton. Carter, you're committed to Binghamton, you know, depending on red shirting and whatnot, you know, you guys could potentially be competing at the, uh, the EIWAs one from this weekend, uh, this upcoming weekend, you know, with your high school careers complete, what are your next few months look like before heading off to college? Um, I'm just going to keep putting in the same work I've been putting in for the past six years. Just going to keep grinding and trying, trying to improve in wrestling and in the weight room. Yeah, same here. I'm not really letting off on any uh, work. I'm going to be on the mats a lot still, lifting lifting even more. Um, I won't be competing a whole lot, I don't think, but I'm excited. I'm excited to get down and train at Binghamton more too. So it should be should be fun. Uh, so Cole, you know, with a fellow Princeton commit, Rocco Kamalachi winning a New York State title, you know, what is one of the top things I think you would be most excited for about heading to New Jersey next year? Um. Just having a fellow New York kid there, that's that's pretty cool, knowing that we both won our state titles and we're both going to Princeton. Just nice to know that the upcoming class is going to be strong. Yeah, it was nice to see Rocco finally get that New York state title, um, you know, mm-hmm. his senior year. Of course, Princeton, they're doing good things down there. You know, Mikey Squires is already down there. Cuomo, yeah. I mean, there's several New York guys that are there and, you know, they've they found success as well. It's a, it's a good place to be. And then mm-hmm. – you know, Carter, you're going to uh, your, your fellow Bearcat commit. I've already talked about uh, Charlie Tibbetts. He won a New York State title as well. And you also have Finn Adu and Will Ebert joining you in Binghamton as well. Um, they both won state titles out of the state this past weekend or the weekend before. You know, what are you looking forward to most about your time going down to Binghamton? Uh, I, I, can't, I just can't wait to, like, wrestle with people like me. And, like, everyone around me is going to be in the same boat kind of and you know, like, uh, just like, like-minded people. I think it's going to be, I'm, we're all going to improve a lot when I get down there. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, that's wrestling in high school, um, obviously is great, right? You're, you, you rub off on your practice partner as well, but you know, going down there where you're grinding, you, you kind of have to grind and you to be the best guy on your team, right? I mean, for the last few years, you guys obviously have been the best guy on your team. And then, you know, you've seen a lot of success, but down there, you're going to have to work that extra hard just to, to have a starting spot on the team. And then of course you're in the college level and you're back. I'm not even saying at the low man on totem pole, cause you both are going to go in and have success, but you know, it's just a whole new different game and, uh, or a level rather. And uh, yeah, that, that's going to be fun for both of you guys. Yeah, definitely. I've got a question though. And this is a little fun one. Um, you guys win your New York state title on Saturday night. What did you guys have to eat right afterwards? Um, I didn't eat right after, but I did get a calzone at like midnight that night, though. 
What about I, you, Bear? I wasn't really hungry after. I, that, all the nerves were still settling. Did it Did it finally click in that you're a New York State champ that night, or did it hit uh, when you were driving? Next morning, next morning, it really hit. Yeah. I wish I would have had the calzone. The, the wings at the hotel that I had were not very good. Not because very good? <laughs> so that was kind of depressing. The, the depressing part was I ordered a sub that night, and uh, it was probably one of the best subs I've had. So I deleted uh, Paisans. I ordered Paisans the first two nights. I deleted their number out of my phone, and now I'm going with so Soho or some other kind of nice place down there. So I'm going to remember that for next year. Um, but Maurice's Maurice's remained uh, very very good all weekend. Yes, that actually I did have your mom brought over a breakfast sandwich. Um, I think day two, and that was probably one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've had. Probably sent to the Eastern States tournament two years ago. I'm not gonna lie. Any parting words? Um, anything you'd like to say before we go? Sure, I got some words. Well, I got I got some closing words first before we before we go. I gotta thank. Uh, Carter Bear for throwing up the more wrestling shirt. Of course. Of course. I, I mean, the, that last preview that we did, um, uh, Zach predicted Donovan Smith. He's like, Donovan Smith's going to win a New York State title. And I told him, I said, you're going to get a few extra points if you win, if you wear a more wrestling shirt. And of course, the more wrestling shirt probably helped propel you to, you know, it helped you last year in the, your first, the, the journeyman state title, rather. And then you wear it again this time. It definitely was the reason why you the guy in the finals. I'd have to agree for sure. Um, yeah, the, the more wrestling shirt has not filled me yet. I'm going to get one printed out for uh, for Cole as well. I know I said something to Tyler after he won his title. Um, actually, it must have been after you won your title, but I saw Tyler. I had Tyler on. I had Max Gallagher on, Carter Bear on, and now Cole Mulhauser. So, yeah, I'm four for four. It's pretty I'll good. Definitely, I'll it's definitely not, rock the shirt once I get one. You'd probably look really good with a more wrestling shirt on and a, I, a I, mullet with a mustache. You know, if you do, if you go with double combo next year at, at EIWA at an EIWA maybe. school, I don't think they'll know what hit him. Yeah, maybe I just bring it all together with the more mustache, more wrestling shirt. That'll definitely give me some extra luck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, so Carter Bear, Cole Mahazer. I've really enjoyed re- watching you guys wrestle the past six years. Yeah, I'm looking forward to your continued success at the next level. Thanks again for tuning in. Peace out. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thank you. No problem. See you guys later. Yep. See ya. Thanks again for listening to another episode of More Wrestling's podcast. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, give More Wrestling a rate and review on there, as well as a follow and a share on social media. Find us at Twitter, at More Wrestling, and at Facebook at more wrestling. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Peace out.